Welcome to Know What I Mean. My name's George. My name is Oscar. Yeah, so for this week's quote, I feel I was really happy with the bases that we covered. It definitely mm. feel, felt like it tapped into our personal experiences. Mm. You know, often we can we can talk quite conceptually and have our various ideas about things, but I think we we actually went into personal experience quite a lot in this one. Mm. And I always really appreciate doing that. So that was that was really nice. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it as well. Yeah, so it's, it's always interesting to get your perspective on it and to see different angles on the quote. Yeah, I think there was a lot of crossover in what we're thinking about here, which was nice because it, you know, it all tied in and we were able to ask each other a few questions and delve into things that maybe we wouldn't have said ourselves organically. So I think that was a, a good part of the podcast as well. So hope you guys enjoy it and let's get into the episode. The quote for this week is by John Lennon and it is, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. Me and George established that we had actually recorded this quote previously, um, but it was one of the, probably like the second or third episode that we recorded that didn't get released. I thought it was familiar when I when I was thinking about saying it and I was like hmm, have we and then I and then we had a little look back and it hasn't actually been released before but we have recorded it before I'm intrigued how the different the conversation will be hmm. after six months of recording and I'm glancing over to the side today which listeners won't see but because I'm reading from I'm doing a canvas at the moment and uh, the note and my notes are actually on this canvas. So it's slightly, I would usually have notes on my screen, but today it's on a canvas. So I'm looking to the right a little bit when reading. So <laughs> that's why I'm doing that. I picked this quote because of my recent change in working situation from a kind of nine to five to, to freelance. And it's not actually because I think that I'm totally just in the making other plans headspace at the moment. It's, it's not just because I'm completely absorbed in that. It was more that, I, I wanted to use this quote as a means to explore to what degree I'm, I'm kind of elsewhere at the moment and to what degree I, I'm not. And I think I've established through thinking about it that whereas when I was in a nine to five, then I was much more in a place of like a low level distraction or a low level being elsewhere. Now I kind of feel like I'm actually in the more, I'm, I'm actually in the extremes more. So hmm. I'm very much more invested in my plan making at the moment because I'm trying to plan like what jobs I'm going to do and there might be a bit of anxiety about getting work and all that kind of thing. And at the same time, I'm on the computer a lot less than I was when I was working uh, mm. in the job I was in before, which I think is conducive to being more present in general. Like I, I find screen time very difficult to be aware of my body or just I, I get very sucked in to mm. the screen and I think also just I might I feel much more wholehearted about the work that I'm doing now whereas before I felt a bit kind of half-hearted or you know like I wasn't completely doing it either so now I was in a semi-distracted state even about the work that I was doing so it's it's a funny mix like at the moment where I'm very invested in the work I'm doing and I'm making a lot of plans and I'm I'm more focused and I'm more present in some other way. So it's, it's a funny mix at the moment. For the first time, I think 
ever. I, I woke up last week and that my jaw was really clenched when I woke up. And I'd realized that like in the night I'd been like clenching my jaw out of, I think because I worked all day and then worked like till about 10 at night. I was like so like revved up that I had got into this state where I was just like, <laughs> I was like clenching my teeth in my dreams and stuff. And like my jaw was like really aching. And um, that's definitely a first for me. So that shows sometimes what the degree of like, <laughs> of, of planning mode or like thinking in that kind of way uh, is at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> and what, like, what do you think is meant in this quote when they say life is what happens? Like what, what do you think that that means in the context of this quote? I think it's, I think, I think it's presence. I think it's like being in direct experience with, I mean, the thinking mind is only a, a small part of what it means to be alive. Mm. So I think making other plans is, is the thinking mind, the planning mind, the future oriented mind, which is mm. such a small part really of what it means to be alive. You know, we've got all of our sense input and connections with people and the richness of life, which mm. isn't in that plan making so I think yeah. what I think it's in a way life is referring to all the other experience that we can have that is available to us through our senses and through other people that is outside of that solely like thought-based reality mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's kind of the same the same lines that I was thinking on of life is kind of the well I think of it as the the making of the plans is is the fantasy and then it's confronted with the reality of life so you have kind of the juxtaposition between these two things you've got your you know how you can just get into making plans about how how you want things to be how you want your life to work out and plans can be used in a more broad sense of just thoughts about the future and things you want to do doesn't have to be like very specific plan making obviously but when you've got these ideas of how things are going to go and what you want to happen what you're going to say to someone what's going to happen when you go to a different place that is just always confronted with the reality of what actually happens and the reality of unexpected events coming out and completely changing your priorities and your plans so I think it's a really nice quote that kind of shows the the connection between these two things and how easy it is to get distracted in the the planning mode and not realize that that is not life. You know, that, that there's that is something extra or like that's a, a kind of an abstraction that's built on top of your life and you're creating ideas about how you think things are going to be. But always there is just this ever-present sort of life force and reality that just will check you or will check these plans. And ultimately, life is what is going to happen, regardless of what your plans are. Sometimes they can be aligned, but whatever happens, life is going to happen. Mm. And it, I, this is, I was listening to Eckhart Tolle, who's got a new podcast, I was listening to that the other day and um, and the point that never gets old, it's, it's always fresh, this point of you've never actually encountered the future. 
there's never an experience of the future that's never ever happened it's it's Mm. as real as a conceptual idea of something Mm-hmm. like that's the, that's the bizarre thing as as accurately as you feel that you're predicting the future which is probably not particularly accurate anyway mm-hmm. it's always still a concept mm. and it it's mad to think that is we're playing a game of you know we might as well be using a crystal ball like just literally mm. like making it up like we've seen mm. certain patterns and we're just trying to make up what may happen in a purely mm. conceptual sense mm. And it's like, but no one has ever actually arrived there Mm. in this future Mm. place, in the place that we're making plans for. It's never Mm. manifested. It's never been arrived to. It's only now. It's literally, Mm. we've only ever been in the present moment. And it's Mm. just bizarre to think. So it's like, I mean, plan making, it's a huge, um, I mean, for a lot of us, it's, it's probably a majority of our experience of being alive is thinking about the future is thinking about Mm. being elsewhere Mm. you know like that 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 can be i don't know what percentage but you know it would definitely be over 50 percent i think of Mm. just imagining what's going to happen next and all of that is fictitious you know it's Mm. it's all preemptive ideas about what could happen much Mm. of which is inaccurate and it's just i think it's just great to be reminded of that and be like Mm. Oh, yeah, I've got an idea about this evening or after mm. we record or but that's not real it's not a real thing that I, I'm not like conjuring an actual reality there like it's literally mm. just like I've seen certain patterns and I'm and I'm just imagining something but that's mm. that is as far as it goes yeah is a thought mm. the future mm. is the plans and the future that's it it's just a thought <laughs> yeah 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 and that that's kind of the whole idea behind science is that you you test things in order to predict the future in order to be able to tell what is going to happen next in the next moment and my friend Andy actually did his his PhD on this subject of how you can't tell what the future is going to be based on the past and it's just so true you know you can you can say like oh yeah this has happened lots in the past but or or at least you know at least based on the data you have, it seems like this has happened lots in the past because, again, the past is another abstraction that only exists, you know, in terms of concepts that you conjure up in the present moment. But you kind of have these ideas of how things are and how things are probably going to be in the future just because you think that they're going to be consistent with what has happened before. But, yeah, you really you really don't know. You really don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And we, you know, and... and we seem to be getting more accurate at predicting things, not on an individual basis, but just as more and more data is consumed and like mm. held onto, then it seems like we're being able to predict things better. But even if that's true, I think that the interesting point is that it's still always only a concept, you know, it's, it's not, mm. it's not ever arrived at in the way, mm. you know, we've never actually, arrived at a plan or arrived at a future moment we've mm. only ever been where we are you know and mm. so that you know that's just a bit of a head fuck really I, mm. I remember like lying down on my sofa this was like in I must have been about 17 or something and having this epiphany for the first time I can remember it really clearly and, and lying down on the sofa and of course reading Eckhart Tolle such a fanboy 
And I remember just lying there and just like really comprehending that the future is a is a concept. Mm. And just being like, what the fuck? Like I, there's been so much emphasis on I've so assumed this to be something very real and tangible mm. and mm. solid, reliable. And in a way, like I segment my life into past, present, and future. Like they're sort of equal chunks of matter, of something solid. Mm-hmm. You know, like these kind of that happened in the past. This is happening now. That's happening in the future. Like they were, they they were made of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, and realizing, like, no, it's not made of the same stuff at all. Like it's it's it is an idea that I have that mm. something may happen. Mm. And I think I might have actually mentioned it to my mum and she obviously just looked very kind of confused by what I was saying, you know, just like, okay, you know, yeah, okay. Cool I mean, story, like, bro. she, yeah, like, it's, I mean, like, it's true. If you, no one's going to be, I mean, people may argue a different point, but it's like, when you really get down to it, if you go long enough, then people will be like, okay, yeah, fine. But, and what kind of thing? Mm. I, I think the real recognition of it will be quite a visceral quite a it's going to have an you're going to respond in your body in some way it's not it's not just like oh that's an interesting point Mm. like because of how much time I spend elsewhere you know Mm. like making plans doing something else imagining some other moment Mm. like that's a huge part of my life to realize that that is fictitious is like what (laughs) You know, like I've relied on this. It's like it's like the reflection on uh, self and things like that. You know, it's like I've so assumed this to be real, and and now it seems very, you know, unreal. <laughs> or hmm. yeah, not what I thought it was anyway. Yeah. Hmm. I think there's another interesting way to look at the quote of like, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. As we we're saying, it's always the present moment. You're always experiencing life so it's almost that why while you think you're making other plans that is still life like that is still there you're making those plans in the same space of life even if there's not the recognition of this is me living my life in the present moment but you are still in the present moment you're just not aware and conscious of the fact that you're in the present moment but you're you're in this moment of life making other plans so it's it's kind of like seeing through that delusion of while while you think you're somewhere else while you think you're in the past or in the future or in these other things you're still in the present while that's going on life mm. is this the constant space where that is arising mm. so you you might feel that you are in a way escaping your present experience you know if you're imagining this amazing holiday or something like that and you kind mm. of feel like you may even be elsewhere in fact like you you, you so, it's so clear this imagined reality that it really does feel like you're elsewhere but actually that's all being held in what is is part of mm. yeah this present experience of just experiencing thought and that being yeah. very absorbing and very all pervasive you know yeah. but still it is happening it's yeah. still happening now and and that is not a like it's an amazing thing that we have our imagination and we can be within the present moment imagining 
some other environment around us, the nature of it, uh, and that that you're not actually anywhere else. It's just, you know, through your thoughts and, and that has changed your experience of the present moment that you are having right now. Yeah, it's quite, it is quite amazing how powerful the, the mind is, mm. really. How much how, you can change how, the present. Yeah, how convincing it is, how convincing the reality is that we create. Mm. And I guess particularly when you do snap back into the present moment for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, right, I was completely somewhere else there. Mm-hmm. And like how vastly different it feels to be lost in thought and then to actually come back to the full kind of lived reality, really. Mm. I was I was wondering from like your experience, what it is that when when you're making plans, when you are elsewhere, what what space you most often find yourself in? Like what 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 is the reality that you kind of tend to end up in? Um well I remember actually when I was on mushrooms, having a, a realization that I, I spend a lot of my time concerned, like that's like a, a common emotion that I can often return to. So I think that's kind of the flavor of it is it is a concern. And it's usually about what's going to happen next, what I should do. Are there any threats in the environment? Just analyzing those things of Essentially, it's, you know, if you really boil it down to its roots in evolutionary biology, it's essentially like analyzing for threats, analyzing the environment for any threats or dangers or things to look out for. And that's a state that I slip into quite naturally, it seems. So yeah, rather than a particular area of thought, I would say it's that. That's kind of the flavor of it, of something that I can get drawn into and something that also is often not a very enjoyable experience even though it can be very useful it's just good to be able to have the awareness of when it's useful and when it's not and and be able to kind of realize if I'm being too caught up in that mindset and and just take a step back from it but that's something that I I definitely notice myself slip into and although it definitely does have a lot of value both in in history just that ability to assess the environment for threats or whatever it is you know it's still very useful today in plenty of situations so yeah it's not like it's something that i i think is right to just completely get rid of like it's still a a useful mode of being to to go into but what i've been trying to do is just be more aware of that and and use it at the appropriate times when it's gonna actually benefit me and not just do it in a compulsive way so is it like fixing or problem solving mode maybe not fixing i'd say more like mitigation so like thinking of things that could go wrong and how to prevent them from going wrong so it's not so much like here's a problem that i need to solve which i find a more enjoyable process in general but it's more like which things could go wrong how can i make sure they don't go wrong I can relate to that. I think it as something that's very subtle, you know, like it's, it's a very kind of low level, like simmering or like mm. kind of background static that's there as a, all right, just there needs to be an awareness because that keeps me safe kind mm. of 
thing going on like a lot of the time and mm. i i really relate to that and i i think i notice it most when it stops for a, mm. a short period and i'm like all yeah. right um it's it's kind of it's comparable to like wearing a really heavy backpack or something or carrying something around and then putting it down and being like oh i'm like i feel totally different without that on mm. Mm. no it's really interesting to hear like that that's that's quite a common experience i think for a lot mm. i think that's definitely one of those things that yeah it's 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 going to be on in an altered state whether through drugs or meditation or something like that that, that mm. you kind of clock that that's like oh this mm. is just a pretty standard setting mm. Mm. <laughs> um because it's so all pervasive it's kind of yeah. like if you're constantly tired it's just like you have a good night's sleep and you're like oh my god i'm always tired like i'm just always tired yeah one one thing that i've noticed in myself in relation to this in, in the kind of in the mode that I end up in and I think this is a little bit higher so a higher level so less of a very background thing but more of this the sort of area I end up in a lot in my thinking mm-hmm. is project planning that was one of the things I noticed a lot in meditation is is that my predominant like magnet I've got a magnetic pull towards idea generating and project planning like it's really interesting because i think that does vary from person to person a lot i know people that very much get into a a kind of worrying mindset and that really dominates a lot of their days just being worried that they've said something bad or whatever it might be Mm -hmm. i think for me i like really just through meditation anyway i've noticed that i'm just always thinking of ideas and and coming up with new projects and things like that which which is kind of great on one level and on another level it's like it's a bit of a compulsion I think I think the root of that is somewhat a joyous creative urge you know just like Mm -hmm. a movement which which is great and then another part of it I think is that I haven't thought about it enough but it's something probably along the lines of that I gain a lot of my sense of approval or validation through projects and art and doing things and showing, mm. showing off basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and so I'm trying to constantly come up with ways of doing that, that will be effective, mm. you know, like how, oh, how can I do something special? How can I do something that will really get people's attention or whatever it might be. Mm. So it's, it's definitely like a blend of those two mm. things that mm. I end up in a lot of the time actually. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, I definitely have a very similar thing. Yeah, we've talked about before the, well, both me and Georgia, yeah, very, um, we love making plans. We love our ideas and our projects and <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I think, but I do, I do think it's, there's something very innocent about it as well. It's, it's, mm. it's just a, like, we both just love getting stuck into things and, and trying to come up with solutions mm, yeah. to things and that's really fun. Like I get a lot of my pleasure in life from doing that, so yeah yeah me too so the quote that i've got for next week actually ties into what we're talking about it just it popped into my head as i was mulling over this quote and it's from johann wolfgang von goethe and it goes as follows a confusion of the real with the ideal never goes unpunished cool have we was that not one of the first ones no, I might have mentioned it before, but I think you've mentioned you've definitely mentioned it to me yeah. before as a quote. We might not have I don't think I'm probably I, I think I've just mentioned the quote because I, I really like it. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna have to start watching out for that. 
would <laughs> be like in year <laughs> 10 doing trying to be like ah shit did we yeah. do this before yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah if, if you guys have got any any thoughts about this quote and any things that you think we should mention on the episode then you can send us a dm on instagram which is know what i mean dot podcast and you can also send us an email which is uh linked down in the description and yeah if you enjoyed the podcast then share it with someone else that you think would enjoy this sort of conversation and just spread these conversations more in the world so that would be awesome and if you fancy it you can buy us a coffee we've got a link down in the description if you want to do that so thanks for listening and we will see you next week peace